the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. No shortage of lawsuits, big lawsuits that are in the news today. We will discuss and detail them for you here on a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. Thank you for listening on 98.9 in Columbus and 94.5 in Dayton. And we're also going to talk about uh, bad decisions bring big problems. We see it tying together the banking crisis. Is that something that just happens out of thin air or is it related to a bunch of bad decisions? I've said before. Very often when we have an instance of a police shooting, a police shooting results because there has been a series of really bad decisions often made by the person who gets shot. If they had decided differently in the beginning, it wouldn't have escalated to the point where the officer had to pull their weapon and fire their weapon. So bad decisions lead to big problems, not just with the banking failures that we see now around the country and ones that are threatened, but also with the... Russian Air Force uh, bringing down, they didn't shoot it down, but they brought down a U.S. military drone. And don't think, oh, it's a military drone, uh, not that big of a deal. I have a drone that I bought at my local home supply store. Uh, I assume you didn't buy one of these. They're $32 million <laughs> a piece, okay? So they brought down, uh, if I said, hey, Russia brought down a U.S. fighter jet, you'd be like, huh? Well, the Drone cost the same as the Russian fighter jet. So it's a U.S. military plane. It's a U.S. military aircraft. Okay? I'll be precise. A U.S. military aircraft. And what bad decisions led to that? We will go through it. But the top of the news today, another bad decision brought a big problem. The decision by Norfolk Southern to ignore a wheel bearing warning or to not heed to the proper degree, a overheated wheel bearing warning on its train rumbling through East Palestine, Ohio on February the 3rd led to a really big problem, a train derailment, a toxic train derailment, a toxic train derailment that had to be detonated so that it didn't uh, self-immolate and spray shrapnel, think bullets, with train cars being blown to bits, little pieces of shrapnel, which would have been like bullets, going in unpredictable directions up to a mile. That bad decision by Norfolk Southern has now prompted another decision, that by Attorney General of the State of Ohio, Dave Yost, to sue Norfolk Southern. Now, two things can be true at once, and it's definitely true that Norfolk Southern deserves to be sued for the reasons that Ohio is suing them. This is a preemptive strike by the State of Ohio to force Norfolk Southern to see if we don't think seriously about making the people of East Palestine whole, we could end up in court where our dirty laundry safety record-wise or anything we don't want in court 
could be brought forth in court, and that might make us look bad. It might lead to, well, pick lots of executives being fired, the railroad going bankrupt, an entirely new management team. I mean, anything's on the table when you have to open your books to prying eyes from outside. And look, um, I can't always predict the route that the U.S. jury system will take. I didn't think I'd see O.J. Simpson acquitted. I didn't think they'd convict Alex Murdaugh in like three hours. I thought they'd convict him, but not in three hours. But I don't think that the U.S. jury system is going to be too kind to a big railroad entity once it knows about all its derailments, all its safety failures. Because trust me on this, nothing good, nothing glowing, Nothing praiseworthy about Norfolk Southern is going to be the dominant narrative coming out of a lawsuit against Norfolk Southern related to its train derailment in East Palestine. So Dave Yost, the first thing that's true is this is a necessary move by the state of Ohio to get Norfolk Southern to understand, man, we better think seriously about making these people in East Palestine whole. I said in the very beginning, the thing that I envision that Norfolk Southern could do to really gather a lot of support from the people that they have traumatized, victimized, is to set up a fund, however many million it is, to say, if you can show us reasonable damages, then we will cover your damages. Your house was for sale for or valued at $200,000 before the derailment. You sold it for a hundred. Boom, you get $100,000. Maybe we'll kick in a little bit more. To help with moving expenses. See, you want to go, you want to go the extra mile without going the extra 10 miles. Because there will be people who will try to take advantage of you and say, oh, I was damaged to the degree of $10 million. Now, those are the people in San Francisco who were standing up on Tuesday night claiming they need reparations. And wow, what a deal they get, too. Here's what you'd get if you are an eligible black citizen of San Francisco. Norfolk Southern, this is going the extra (laughs) thousand miles. Five million dollars to every eligible black citizen of San Francisco. Elimination of personal debt and tax burden. Guaranteed annual income of $97,000 for 250 years. (laughs) And... Homes in San Francisco for $1 a family. That's what they're seriously debating in San Francisco. That's ridiculous, okay? That's off the chart ridiculous. Norfolk Southern doesn't need to go that far. But they do need to listen to the people. They need to keep testing. They need to be compassionate. Be fair, but be compassionate. So that's what's the first thing that's true. The lawsuit makes sense. The second thing that's true, and it might just be accidentally true. It might not be intentionally true, but it is nevertheless true. The second thing that's true is Dave Yost is in a position to score a ton of political points here in what many presume will be a run for governor in 2026. That's just also indisputably true. I'm not saying that's why he filed the lawsuit. I'm just saying that is true. Because you got a lot of guys in the state of Ohio who are going to be angling for Mike DeWine's office. John Husted's one of them. Matt, Matt Mayer, our buddy from Opportunity Ohio, might be one of them. See, Matt, 
has just announced an exploratory run for governor. We'll talk to Matt tomorrow about this lawsuit. Matt's just announced an exploratory run, which is kind of like Matt's way of doing what Yost is doing. Matt's saying, if you knuckleheads aren't going to do what's right for Ohio business, if you're going to keep underachieving for Ohio, then I might run for governor. Well, he scared John Husted into the race. Husted's <laughs> already announced. And people think Dave Yost is going to run. Frank LaRose would run, but Frank LaRose is going to run for Senate. So everybody in the state house down there who just got a new job, and it is a new job whether you were reelected to it or not, uh, is already angling for another job, which I hate about politics. But this is also true that Dave Yost will do very well for himself if, in fact, he comes up with some kind of a big-time settlement from Norfolk Southern. And it should be. It should be a slam dunk for him. Here is Dave Yost on Fox News explaining why he is doing what he is doing. Hold on a second here. What's the deal? Why won't this play? Where's my play button? I don't know why my play button is not here. Let's try it. This is weird. I've never seen this happen before. Let me try this one more time. Dave Yost, are you ready to speak, Mr. Yost? Let's see. I think we've got a great case. Um, There is obviously liability for the spill, uh, damage to our environment, our economy, uh, and our goal is to make sure the long term, the people of East Palestine are not forgotten. Yeah, they shouldn't be forgotten. They've been through absolutely no fault of their own, victimized here, traumatized here. And so the big question is, will this go to trial? Will this go to trial? Does this go to trial? Uh, that's a good question. I met last week with a team of uh, high-ranking officials from Norfolk and Southern. Uh, and they seem to be actually kind of contrite and interested in owning their responsibility. Perhaps this does settle. But we first need to make sure that we know the length and depth and height and width of this thing um, so that we've done our due diligence. Yes, he's right. He's right. And they got to keep testing the soil. They got to keep testing the air. I see a story out of Pennsylvania that local local farmers there just across the border are testing their soil. I mean, the damages for something like this, if the soil's been corrupted, you can't grow crops in it. Hey, the number could get big. The number could get really, really, really big. That is why I suggested early on that there needed to be some kind of a mammoth fund set up. And here's the thing. I have no problem if at some point you cut off the damages to people, everybody's been made whole. If you buy a house in East Palestine now, don't be coming back 20 years from now going, well, the water's no good. You knew that when you moved in, okay? Caveat emptor, you knew that when you moved in. Now, there's another lawsuit that is in the news today, and it is the Ohio State University wrangling legally to wiggle out of Additional responsibility for victims of Richard Strauss, the doctor, the creepy criminal doctor who sexually abused hundreds, not thousands, of athletes at Ohio State. What is Ohio State up to? And how's it going over with people who are victims or alleged victims in the case? We'll cover that next. Don't forget to catch the podcast of The Bruce Hooley Show. Pam puts it together. It's ready almost immediately after the show at 989theanswer.com or theanswerdayton.com. You can take us with us wherever you can take us with you wherever you go. iHeartTuneInRadio.com app. 94.5 in Dayton. We appreciate you. I'll be over in your uh, lovely 
Arena for the State Boys Basketball Tournament uh, this coming weekend. Uh, many of you got a kick last week out of me talking about some of the job openings at Ohio State and how they have uh, brought diversity, equity, and inclusion to mechanical engineering, nuclear engineering, uh, virtually every uh, aspect of campus. This is why uh, I am not sympathetic to Ohio State now appealing to the U.S. Supreme Court to hear a Title IX case uh, related to those who have been, uh, for years, talking about and seeking damages for the sexual abuse inflicted upon them by former Dr. Richard Strauss. Mr. Strauss committed suicide in 2005. He has a long litany of victims at Ohio State who he was purportedly supposed to conduct physical exams on, except you'd go in for a sore throat and you'd get uh, very uncomfortable examinations of private areas that had nothing to do with sore throat. Uh, There are many, many other creepy stories about Mr. Strauss. And Ohio State has paid a lot of damages to a lot of victims. But some victims, Ohio State has attempted and is attempting to shut out of paying by saying that, ooh, sorry, you missed the deadline. There's a deadline to apply for damages. Uh, Two years after, I guess, you what? Became aware that you were damaged. And a lot of guys, look, this is something that's, I went to Ohio State in this era, okay? Uh, fortunately, my paths did not cross uh, with Dr. Strauss's. I was, I played a sport there as a walk-on for one year. I'm, I'm glad I wasn't sent to him. I know guys who were sent to him and who talked about, yeah. But you probably didn't think about it for years and years and years because in that time frame, this was not something that would happen to a person and they would instantly say, hey, I've been sexually abused. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm saying this is how it was, that if a guy was abused in the way that Richard Strauss abused many guys, you were embarrassed and you were like not sure what to do. And you would be way too embarrassed in many cases to mention it to an authority figure because back then they would have just laughed at you. Well, why don't you take care of it yourself? Oh, you're overreacting. I just know how this would have been handled back then by coaches, by administrators and all that. So. Ohio State wants the Supreme Court to step in because uh, they believe that these claims do not comport with Title IX. Well, Title IX has certainly become a fluid piece of legislation, has it not? Uh, Title IX was put in place 50 years ago to basically make sure, force schools to offer equal or close to equal opportunities to female athletes. Now it's being used. Title IX is now being used. The Biden administration would like to expand Title IX, which is a nice way of saying obliterate Title IX, because they would like to expand it to allow transgender women to play women's sports, which is to say men to play women's sports. Gee, if you had a law 50 years ago so that women had to have the same or close to the same number of sports as men, and 50 years later you're going to come along and you're going to expand, obliterate, the Title IX by allowing men to play women's sports, uh I guess we've come, that would be what would be called coming full circle. That would also be called being a loon. Uh, But Ohio State's arguing that Title IX has its own statute of limitations. And that Ohio has already, Ohio State has already been uh, quite magnanimous in extending the statute of limitations to two years after guys became aware that they were sexually abused. And so they don't want to pay anymore. 
They've paid enough. Now, again, I say, if wokeism wasn't running amok across the entire campus in every department, where literally a week ago I sat here and I read job descriptions for department professorships and had no idea what I was reading. Like, I don't even know how you'd put it together, some of these job descriptions. For cis, this, colonial, that, blah, blah, blah. It was a word salad. It was a woke word salad and a big one. So the Circuit Court of Appeals has already said no to this claim from Ohio State. That's why they are petitioning the Supreme Court. And here is one of the attorneys for Ohio State. His name is uh, Gregory, uh, I will say it's Gregory Gare. It's G-A-R-R-E. I hope, Mr. Gare, I'm pronouncing that right. Um, boy, Ohio State's got some big lawyers. They're not even messing with Baker Hostetler or Vory Sater, Seymour and Pease, or any of the big ones in town anymore. They're going with Latham and Watkins in Washington, D.C. Wouldn't it be just easier to just pay these guys? How much are they spending on these attorneys? And just pay the man, okay? Uh, Mr. Gare said the university's request does not question the survivor's accounts. Oh, no, we are very sorry. We're just not going to pay you any more money. Here's his quote. The petition specifically and explicitly condemns the reprehensible contact by Strauss. And Ohio State has committed substantial resources to preventing and addressing similar conduct on campus. It's a different institution today than it was 25 years ago. Could I make that argument in San Francisco about the reparations? Could I send Mr. Gare out there to argue against the reparations in San Francisco where they're going to give $5 million to every eligible black citizen, eliminate their personal debt, tax burden, Guarantee an annual income of $97,000 for 250 years and allow them to buy homes in San Francisco for a dollar? Could I argue in front of the San Francisco reparations people, hey, you know, it's a much different country now than it was back when, oh, by the way, San Francisco and California never had slavery. Could I argue that? I mean, I could argue it. They'd laugh me right out of the courthouse. But Ohio State, that's the case. Oh, it's a different now. It's a different He says, Ohio State going forward now has to live with this extreme claim rule, as well as a ruling on the scope of Title IX. Mm, I don't know that it's all that extreme. And I know this, you got the money. You know how I know you got the money? I hearken back to my discussion on cisgender, colonial, blah, 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 in every department. Because you have about 60 or more DEI people making 30-some million dollars, or maybe it's 60-some million dollars. I lost count because my head was threatening to explode. I know you have the money, and I know that there's a lot more valid claim by guys who were groped and violated by this doctor than there is any claim of colonialism or damage of any woke professor walking around campus with their head in the clouds. So I hope you lose badly on this. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.